Hey guys, Paul Ruddick here. Welcome back to the Baseball Dad Show. And in this episode, we're going to take a little break from our Playing Fearless discussion to answer a question that I get frequently. And I get this question in a lot of different forms and kind of a lot of from a lot of different angles. And it has to deal with how do you talk to your son's coach? Now, it probably to you know, I'm 47 years old. I'd imagine you're probably 30, you know, 5, 30 or over listening to this. Like for my dad to talk to of any of my coaches like that like would not have happened so it's almost like kind of this weird thing that we like don't know you know like it's not something that we saw happen a lot and so for us it's it's it, you know I, I see a lot of dads don't know how to do it or they do it the wrong way and they screw up and you know, it could be talking to your coach, your kid's coach about anything. It could be talking about more playing time. It could be talking about maybe role on the team. It could be talking about uh, pitching, you know, a lot of questions about, you know, like pitch counts, you know, how do I, um, how do I make sure my, you know, my son's coach is, you know, honest and, and good with the pitch counts and, um, and not pitching your son too much. So whatever it is, um, there is a way to approach your son's coach and, you know, you don't want to look like one of those dads. That that's that's really what we're what we're after here. You don't want to look like one of those dads who thinks their kid is you know is the next Mike Trout, or doesn't really see their kid's talent clearly, and maybe thinks he's better than he is, or the pushy dad who's just trying to get his kid more playing time. Um, you just don't want to be seen as any of those any of those things. And I got to imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not that dad. But it's really easy to, to kind of be labeled that dad. It's really easy. In fact, I will just tell you as a confession, as a coach, the first parent that complained to me about playing time, they, they just set the example. That kid, like it, it, You just gave the coach an opportunity to make an example and to send a message to the rest of the team that you know, you're not going to tell me who's going to be in the lineup and who's not. You know, it's just not going to happen. So how do you do that? How do you approach these situations without looking like that dad? And ultimately, what, what we're trying to do and to communicate with the kid's coach is we, we want a better experience for, for our son, you know, whatever that is, right? That, that's, that's what we want. And we don't want to be the dad who, who try, who's trying to do a, a good thing for their kid and end up screwing it up for their kid. So um, just on a side note, if it, if it is something about playing time, if you go to baseballdadshow.com, there's actually a download there, a free download where you can um, you can download a cut and paste email discussion, like a back and forth on how to ask your son's coach for more playing time. And it it is just it. There are not many things that always work in this lifetime. This is one of them. <laughs> this works every single time, and it's just proven. I've used it. I don't know how many times, hundreds of times over the years with different dads, and it just it it always works. And so um, you can download that. But he, here's the general rule in communicating with the modern day coach. Now, the modern day coach is a lot different than the coaches we grew up with. And I'm going to say this as delicately as I can. I probably can't, but the modern day coach kind of sort of sucks. Um, and I don't mean that to be like really negative. Um, I mean it to be that the modern day coach is not the coach is not like the the coach that we grew up with, who's like a kind of a, you know, a, maybe like a longtime little league coach or maybe like one of those legendary coaches in, in high school or our town or um, even someone who's just like kind of a dad, just helping out the team. 
that the modern day coach is wildly insecure, wildly out of position, wildly over employed for lack of a better word. Um, they are technically not really well trained as coaches. To give you an example, I was an assistant coach for six years before I was a head coach. And I got to watch and, and mentor and study and learn and be taught by two of the greatest head coaches, two Hall of Fame coaches in New Jersey for six years. Um, today's the, the local travel team coach probably has very little training as like kind of a mentee-mentor relationship. Um, probably their first head coaching experience. So with that comes insecurity. And when you have insecurity, you're, you, you probably don't have a lot of communication skills to go along with it. And you don't have a lot of experience in dealing with this. And you haven't, don't, have a, don't have a lot of experience in seeing someone else deal with it the right way. So how you approach that coach is very important. Um, because you don't, how do I say it? You don't want to do anything that's going to kind of make someone who's insecure more insecure. So here's just a couple of guidelines. And I'm sure this will come up again during this season. Number one. Never confront the coach at the field. Never do it. Because what do we just say? This is an inexperienced, untrained, insecure coach for the most part. Even if they kind of, like, let's say they got a big playing background and it looks like they really know the game and they, it looks like they got it all together. I, I, I'm telling you, don't approach the coach at the field. Um, what I would always do is I would wait until the next day to email the coach. So you go up to the coach at the field. You're just gonna get you're gonna get a defensive kind of stonewall thing, um, and never and obviously not at the field, but never in front of other people. No matter what you want to talk about. And I would say that you email the coach the day after. Um, despite like all the things I said about a coach, coaching is hard work. And, you know, you don't want to email the coach like the night after the game or the night after the practice. Let's say, you know, your game ends at 7, 8 o'clock and, and the coach gets home at 9, you know, takes a shower, has something to eat, sits down, and then there's your email or there's your text message. And then here he goes, you know, where he's probably tired and not in a great place to respond. I would think about what you want to say and then email the coach the next morning. And, and any time you're emailing the coach, you don't want to write up a 10 paragraph email stating everything you want to say because that's not a conversation that's just kind of someone just kind of spouting out at another person so one of the ways that i love to kind of extend an olive branch and to start a conversation is hey coach i i need your help with something now that is a very welcome you know like that's an open hand that that is that is a very welcomed you know opening it's really hard to be kind of, you know, defensive in that way, especially if you're approaching it the day after. And so let's just say, let's just say, you know, you feel like maybe your kid's pitching too much. You would say, coach, I need your help with something. I'm really concerned about Johnny's arm health. Um, and I feel like he's, he's probably throwing too many pitches. Could we set up a time to talk and discuss what might be maybe some good pitch counts. Now that is a, a totally uh, calm, controlled, um, reasonable request. That, like, if someone to, to deny that, they would just be a jerk. 
So it's not versus the email going like, I don't know what you're doing pitching Johnny 80 pitches when he shouldn't be throwing that. He's on four days rest. And I don't want him pitching there. I don't want him blowing out his arm because I've seen the emails that people have sent. They've like, I've seen like blow up situations happen and a dad contacts me on how to handle it. I'll say, well, send me what you sent the coach. And I'll tell that dad, like, you know, if you sent this to me, I'd blow up too, you know? So invite the conversation and, and just say, you want to talk about it. Don't tell him he's wrong. Don't, don't. And, and really what, what I just discussed in that email is true. You're concerned that Johnny's throwing too many pitches and you're concerned about his arm health. That would be the truth. If you were going to talk about a kid throwing too many pitches, if it's asking me about playing time, just go use that cut and paste stuff. If it's anything else, just use the same format. And the format is extend coach. I really need your help. And then always the next thing is always start with what your feelings are not them always you i'm concerned about johnny's pitch counts um I, I, i'm a little i'm a little worried that um you know johnny maybe is losing some interest because he's he's not getting opportunities to play or um i i'd like your help with something coach um johnny's working so hard and i love that he's putting so much work in and he really wants to see that pay off you know by getting in the game more it, could we have a discussion on what he needs to really improve to earn more playing time? No, no coach is going to deny that conversation. But the, co- the, the conversation that will be denied by a coach is, I don't know why my son's not playing more. The kid who you had in there at second base today made two errors, and my kid hasn't made an error all year. And, and that kid went 0 for 3, and, and my kid had two hits last game. Now, that's the type of stuff that will distance a coach. So... I don't want to go so far into this because I could go on for like a day on this, but real basically is understand that you're not dealing with the coach that we kind of grew up with really different, untrained, um, overemployed, really insecure. No matter how, even, even the ones who appear to have it the most together are probably the most insecure. They don't have great communication skills. So don't put them in a, don't put them in a situation where that would be exposed. So never approach the, the, the coach at the field. So that means not after practice, not before practice, certainly not during practice or during a game, not before a game, not after a game, and not the night of. You know, there's no reason to to email the coach. And, you know, just also on that too is that we also, the best time for a conversation is when everyone's kind of settled down. And, and assuming that there might be some disagreement in a conversation it's always best to kind of sleep on it, settle down, and then send a text or send an email, right? That, that's just kind of good advice for life. Then ask the coach for help, describe your feelings, and then ask him if, if he could have a discussion with you about the situation. Don't make demands. Don't complain. Don't compare against other kids. Um, try not to judge the way the coach is coaching. And what I promise you you'll have is a productive conversation and from productive conversations usually either get some answers or at least you get some insights which is really what we're after now having said all that there are some coaches who are just jerks (laughs) and and who just who just uh, you know it's going to be hard to communicate with them no matter what um we're going to deal with that in a future episode but for now let's kind of leave it here um And this is just a great way to work on communication with your coaches. 
Um, so if you guys have a question, um, head on over to baseballdadshow.com and you can link to the Baseball Dads Facebook group. It has a couple thousand dads there. Um, and we'd love for you to ask the question there. And um, if you ask the question there, my team will get it to me. And and as an additional benefit, you'll also get the insight from a lot of the dads who um, who are in that group who can give you some great advice in there as well. So head on over to baseballdadshow.com and link up to the Facebook group and ask a question in there. Um, all right, guys, thanks, and I'll see you next week. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I wanted to let you know I have a new book out specifically for baseball dads, and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.